0: Hey, 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 guys, it is your girl, Lo, back at it again on the God Grits and Hips radio. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As always, thank you guys for coming to hear me rant, rave, or talk about whatever it is I'm going to talk about. I um hope this podcast finds you guys in good spirits, in a good mood. Spring is attempting to be sprung. And hopefully we'll be able to enjoy some good weather soon. So there's that. So today's podcast is actually a little bit of a spinoff of the last podcast I did with uh, my foam crew, a group of my friends. And shout out to them for actually allowing me to do that. That was pretty fun. It's something we do all the time. But it's really a secret society for the most part. So there's not a point when you actually hear us If you're not present, because, you know, it's a secret society. So again, shout out to them for allowing me to record that. One of the things we were talking about in that podcast was if you had the decision on picking love over a child or your child over love. And in the conversation, we started to touch on voids and how voids can be perceived and the difference in voids. So today's podcast, which is called Same Difference, is a touch on that. So I want you guys to think about a time where something, it could have been you saying it, or it could have been someone saying it about you, where you did something and someone's like, oh my gosh, you know, why would they even do that? Like, that would never bother me. Or you thought, oh my gosh, why would they react like that? That would never bother me. And I want you to take a minute and see if you negated or see if you think that by you doing that, you negated what that person may or may not have felt. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you have a boyfriend or you have a girlfriend, right? And someone tells you, and you're talking about relationships and you're talking about Not being able to wait until you can do X, Y, Z with your mate or whatever or whatever it is. Something relationship related. And someone goes, well, how can you even say that? You have a boyfriend. And think about the fact that even though you have a boyfriend, it doesn't necessarily, or a girlfriend, excuse me. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't still have those feelings. Now, the reason I use that specific example is because that was pretty much how our conversation went with one of my good friends. So we were talking, and I think we were talking marriage, maybe, or moments. It was something along the relationship, love aspect. And she's in a relationship. She's dating someone. She's actually dating someone who um, is one of my good friends, and I love him dearly. I actually love them together. So they're dating, and he's present, and I'm currently not dating. I'm single. So in the conversation, we were talking about it, and I was, I said something along the line, like, boo, you can't even say that. You have a whole relationship. And she was like, no. She said, just because there's someone there doesn't mean that I'm going to get what I want. So yeah, it may seem easier for me to get it. It may seem more tangible for me because I have a person there, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get what I want. So the same way you can feel like you want this and there's a void for you. She said, I can feel it too. It's just different. And it puts me back to the same difference thing. It's actually a phrase that I really hate. Like, how is it the same difference? Like potato, potato, same difference. No, either you're the same or you're different. But it's kind of a way of saying these two things are kind of the same, just mildly different and i think that's what it spoke to in there it's like it's both they're both voids i can have the void for it without someone present the same way she can have the void for it with someone present and the basis of it is just a little different so it made me think about how many times we may have in communication or in friendship made someone feel like something they said or something they wanted or whatever it is was lesser than than either something we wanted or something we were doing or just made them feel like their void that's what we're gonna use for today their void was less important than someone else's because a lot of times in any kind of relationship in romantic relationships in friendships in um business relationships we sometimes forget to remove ourselves and think of how it can play out for the other person and the the phrasing you can't judge or you can't do this until you walk a day in my shoes is so valid because we can only sometimes look at something from the scope that we're used to perfect example someone You can have two people who are completely fashion forward in their own right. But let's say the person who is exposed to things like brand names and um, custom designers and they're a little more privy to that may look way more fashion forward than the person who was not. But if you consider where that second person comes from and what they have access to, they are also considered fashion forward. So a lot of times we can only think of things from the perspective that we are comfortable with or that we see or that fits us. A lot of times we meet people who have similar interests, but they also have different, like birds of a flood flock together, and then also opposites attract. And again, that goes in any kind of relationship for the most part outside of business, because business is usually a um, conscious decision. So in any of your dynamics, you have potential to encounter similarities as well as differences, and you also have the possibility of encounter encountering similarities with different viewpoints you can be talking about the same subject and it sound and look completely different based on what you guys experience so the conversation reminded me of the podcast because we were talking about voids in the podcast and we were talking about a person with a child having not necessarily being as valid of a void as a person without a child and we discussed you know That, no, that's not actually the case because just because I have a child doesn't mean there isn't a void in it. It doesn't mean that it was done the way I wanted. It doesn't mean it looks the way I wanted it to. It doesn't mean it felt the way I wanted it to. And you not having a child is also a void because it's missing and it's that. So we both have a void in that area, but it's different. And we can both end up having a child. I have one and you have one. And if we talk the same story, I would still have a void, possibly because again it didn't look the same it didn't feel the way it was supposed to so it made me conscious after having the discussion with my friend and me saying oh you can't feel that way because you have a boyfriend and her saying well I can still feel this and it immediately 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 made me catch myself and go that's not fair it's not fair to downplay someone's void or what someone may be missing or someone's viewpoint on something because you feel they're better equipped than you are. Just because someone has more tools than you doesn't mean that they're fully equipped for the job. Let me say that again. Just because somebody has more tools than you does not mean that they are fully equipped for the job. Just because you go into a job and have no idea but what you're there to do, you don't have a screwdriver, you don't have a wrench, you don't have screws, and I come in and And same thing. I know what I'm here to do. I have a screwdriver. I have a wrench. I have screws, but this requires a hammer and a saw and whatever. So we both are missing something. We both cannot necessarily complete this task. We both would have a void if this was something that we needed to do because we are both ill prepared. Yes, one of us may be more prepared than the other. One of us may be differently prepared than the other, but we are both ill prepared for this task. So, again, it made me go, how many times do we do that? How many times do we shut someone's thought process down or shut someone's idea down or shut down, you know, any part of a conversation because it's like, oh, that's not valid for you. And um, I felt bad. I, I don't know if it's something I do often because I'm usually very, very conscious in friendships especially on how I approach something or how I say something because I'm the friend who, I think I've said it before, I'm the friend who over considers people and I never want to say something or do something that could offend them if it doesn't have to or that could be perceived the way that it doesn't have to be perceived. So even with that, it it still made me stop and think, you know, how do you do this? And it made me want to do this because It made me want to point out the fact that it's super, super, super important in our relationships to not make people live under our umbrella. And what I mean by that is because these are your experiences and these are your viewpoints, it's not fair to stack your friends up against that because it's different. And another example I had in this was the fact that um, I run in a group of four. Our immediate group is four girls. And two of them have their parents present and they have a relationship with their parents. And it's pretty solid for the most part. One of us, um, her mother has passed for quite some years now when she was in college and I have a present mother, but our relationship is very rocky. And there are points when I catch myself speaking about the things that frustrate me with my relationship with my mother. And one of the girls who has a decent relationship with her mother said that, She's glad that I feel comfortable enough to tell her and express it with her. She said, but sometimes she feels at a disadvantage because she doesn't know how to speak to that. I don't, she said, I don't know how to give you advice or give you feedback on this thing that I'm not privy to. Like, I have a decent relationship with my mother, my mother's always been present. Like, yes, we have, you know, normal daughter mother things but I've never had the experience you have yes I can tell you if I feel it sucks or not yes I can say if I feel you know give you my opinion on what you should do but I can't really give you a good and solid maybe response to the whole grand scheme of it because I don't understand it I don't I mean I hear you But I don't necessarily, it's not something I know how to internalize and give back, you know, properly. So there's that. And then there's that fact that another one, the one who I said who has not had her mother for quite some time. And I can feel bad about even mentioning or even complaining about a relationship with my mother because she doesn't get to have one at all. She doesn't get to have a good one. She doesn't get to have a bad one. Um, She would absolutely, I'm not saying she would, you know, absolutely claim a bad relationship, but she would absolutely love to have something to talk about in regards to her mother. So it's, it's so weird because it's like she could almost feel like, okay, you don't really have a void. You have your mother present. And I could still feel like, but even with my mother present, there are these things that are missing. So like I said, it's it just made me wonder and think how many times this comes up or how many times we do this. And it made me want to be more conscious of if I may do it or even almost pointed out to someone else when it's not even related to me at all. I try to be the, what is the wording? What is the wording? Not necessarily the voice of reason. That's not it. Um, I try to be, ah, it's, it's devil's advocate. I try to play devil's advocate often and give people a different viewpoint on why someone may be doing something. And don't get me wrong. There are points when people are just who they are. And they function the way they function, and there is no finding another viewpoint. This person likes to be this way. This is what they do um, but I try to be the voice of reason um the devil's advocate and say, "Hey, what if x y z happened and that's why they did that, or what if x y z is the case, and this is who they are like perfect example. I used to work for back to work, which is a program when you apply for public yeah when you apply." For public assistance, you have to be engaged like you have a job. So you have to job search and things like that. And oftentimes, people who apply for public assistance are given a bad rap. It's said that, oh, you know, you guys are living off the government. You guys are doing this, X, Y, Z. And it's not to say that they are not people who function like that. But to generalize and make such a statement, I think, does a disservice to the people who are not there for that. I remember having a woman who was very well qualified. She worked for years. Um I think it was IT that she did or she just did like whatever it was, it was a super skilled field and she got laid off after years. She got laid off when the economy the economy dropped and she was struggling and someone would have seen her and deemed her a moocher or deemed her living off the government and I thought it was so unfair. And it was something I used to always try to tell people when it came up in conversation. I'm like, don't do that. Because just because you have this and just because you're working and just because you have that doesn't mean that they're taking advantage of this. It doesn't mean that they're not. Like, same difference. You guys are in similar situations. You have bills to pay. You have things to do. You have a family to take care of. And right now, you can do it that way. And unfortunately, she cannot. And I remember her taking she was just down to take any kind of job. And I remember her having just maybe a regular warehouse job that we ended up placing her at where she was doing admin work because we would send her out on interviews and she was so overqualified that people were like, what am I supposed to do with her? So that's always an example that I use because it's very easy to look at her or very easy to say, oh, well, she can't, you know, feel this way because she's living off the government and she's living life easy you don't know her story you don't know exactly what she's going through and between the podcast with my friends and the conversation with my other friend it was just something that was so it stuck out so much and I was like it's absolutely worth a conversation and it's worth you know saying that we have to take a minute and think about other people and our opinion is our opinion and our viewpoints are our viewpoints and they may not change but sometimes you can be better informed on something by getting different viewpoints by getting different ideas of it like a parental relationship could be talked about three different ways just among my four friends it would literally have three different voices neither one is right neither one is wrong there are valid voices in a parental relationship in respects to a mom, but they're different same difference um so so yeah, so it was definitely something that uh made me stop and go hmm and made me want to share and I think too it's um it can apply in other areas as well it's just something that we have to think about and be mindful. Of Just shutting someone down because we never know when someone just needs to vent, we never know if you 're the person who is placed on their heart or on that day to hear the story, help them get the walk through the feelings, whatever it is you just never know, so saying something like oh that 's not valid or you shouldn't feel that where it can have a kind of a negative connotation behind it not a you know oh I think I'm ugly girl bye um that that's a little different because it's it's done a little bit of a a positive thing it's kind of reinforcing that you know don't feel that because this because that because that whereas opposed to someone giving you a breakdown of these feelings that bother them and um you kind of dismissing them a little bit because of what you believe they have or because of what you believe they should function under so I just think those are things to pay attention to pay attention to you know how you may or may not shut someone down pay attention to having other viewpoints on being open to other viewpoints on something um to the fact that just because your void feels some way it doesn't mean that somebody else's void isn't a valid void in the same category. Um, and just being mindful, being mindful of not making someone feel like their feelings are invalid or that what they're talking about doesn't hold the truth because it's not something you understand. Um, You know, listen to your friends, listen to other people. I think it's always good to have a conversation with different people to get an idea about something. Like they say, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. And I think they say that because if you're the smartest person in the room, then there's not necessarily something you can learn from the room, really. And I don't know if I agree with that because just because you're the smartest person in the room doesn't mean you're the most well-informed. I always think that that's a misrepresentation. People can have degrees on top of degrees on top of degrees and be completely misinformed about certain things. I think that's why the idea of the woke era has existed and um, things like that. People can be book smart and not be street smart. There's so many different variations of being smart but not being the most well-informed. But for a matter of saying... The idea is you want to learn something from other people. If you want to, you know, learn about cars, you may want to speak to a car aficionado. You may want to speak to the person who makes cars. You may want to speak to the person who sells cars. You may want to speak to the person who designs cars. There's so many different aspects of that specific thing. So be open to being informed about a subject, even if you have your own ideals and thoughts about it. So that was that. Um, That was pretty much all I wanted to say based on those two conversations. As always, guys, um, have a great one. I love y'all like I love y'all. And until next time.